What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Laura, what do you got? I mean, you guys all know this, but I'm going to vent about it. Anyways, <laughs> L.A. traffic sucks, okay? I feel that with people not driving for like a year, because, you know, we were in quarantine type of thing, and now that they're coming back and slowly coming back, people just don't know how to drive, okay? I was driving to work and I seriously almost got in about five accidents because people don't know how to merge. They don't know how to put their blinker on. And this girl was flipping me off and cussing me out. So, Whoa, that's if, aggressive. If you have not driven in the past year, please do yourself and us that we have been driving a favor and do a little, like, you know, recap of driving because you guys are so bad. Don't if not, stay home. Head. Yeah, dude, it was so bad. I was like, I told Greg, I was like, this is going to be my what you need to know, because we know L.A. traffic sucks so bad. This is why we're here to entertain you guys during your traffic. But please do us just do the PSA, just public service announcement. Go and take driver's ed again or something, because it's Man, bad. Let me, let me tell you something. It, maybe it's because I've lived on the East Coast where I, I feel people are super aggressive when they drive. I don't feel like there's that much aggression on the roads here, like, compared Oof. to other places. Now, there's a bleep load more traffic um, than a lot of places, uh, than pretty much anywhere, really, in, 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 the, in, the, in, in the states here in, in the United States. But I don't feel the aggression regularly. Like, I... I Maybe it's, again, kind of like Bane and Batman, right? Like, you merely adopted the aggression. I was born in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, where it's like a regular occurrence. Like, I don't feel like it's that regular of occurrence. Like, I, I was legitimately stunned when you, you were told when you told me that you were flipped off. Because I don't see that around when I what? drive a lot. It's, maybe it's me, because I'm also like, honk, honk, honk. You know, but it's <laughs> Well, there's like... that. There you go, girl. <laughs> right. But if you're going to hit me, I have the right to honk at you. You know what I'm saying? No, no, like... for sure. <laughs> but are you, a, are you one of those people that just got your hand on that on that horn a lot? No, no. I, I, I genuinely am not, unless you're about to hit me, which legit almost happened about five times today. So I'm going to... I even thought my horn wasn't working, because this lady was just still coming. And I was like, I, I'm going to hit <laughs> like another car if you continue to come this way and then she like flips me off and starts you know she's yelling i can't say exactly what she's saying i can't hear it but i can tell she's like going off on me i was like oh hell no you have the nerve to flip me off tell me off when you're about to hit me wow no. let me tell you something though you want to you want to learn about aggressive driving go drive south of the border from san diego into tijuana tijuana yep it's bad and let me tell you something it's a whole different world driving in TJ mm -hmm. than it is driving in America. Don't matter if it's San Diego or L.A. or Orange County or any place else. You go, there's a different vibe, a different speed. I made the mistake of driving down to Tijuana last week. I was going to park at the Tijuana airport. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I let my girlfriend talk me into this. Dude, I almost got – it's a video game. Let me put it that way. I'm, I'm jumping <laughs> curbs. I jumped in. This motorcycle guy slammed on his brakes, slid his bike, didn't go down, pulled up next to me. He flipped me off. I'm like, I'm sorry. You know? Um, let me tell you, Laura, you want to go have some fun and play a video game driving, go down to TJ. I did, like, three weeks ago. It was not – I think I have worse road rage here in L.A. and down in specifically downtown L.A. area than I did in Tijuana. Because I went to the airport and uh, my dad's like, I don't, I got this. Let me drive. I was like, dad, <laughs> I drive to LA every day. I'm good. He's like, no, no, no. Let me drive. And he's like, oh my God, I'm so proud of my daughter. 
I was like, I told let you. Me, let me this. tell you something. I, I, it, driving internationally is is wild to begin with, regardless of where it is. But I will say this: the only other place I've been in worse traffic than LA is Ciudad de Mexico. Like it's Ooh, that. Yeah. It doesn't matter Ooh. what time of night. Like oh. I, I remember, I went to do. Uh, I, ESPN sent me out um, when they did the game between was it, it was the Raiders. Raiders and Texans at Estadio Azteca, and I did the game there, and I was, like, I got there, I'll never forget, I took a, a late flight, like, thinking, oh, whatever, I'll go in, you know, like, in the evening, like, and I'll land, like, you know, it'll be, like, 8, 9, 10 o'clock or whatever. Yo, it was bumper to bumper, and to Scott's point, crazy, <laughs> like, bumper to bumper, and I had forgotten, so I hadn't been there in a long time um, in, in DF, and I was just like, yo. This is insane. And, you know, whether it was the traffic or just the driving, it was wild. Dude, you know what's the worst part for the driving down there in Mexico City? Is you get out of the airport in Mexico City and you get into an Uber and it takes forever because of all the traffic. And right. then you check your Uber account and they charge you like $4. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Right. It's cheap. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, well, there you go, Laura. I'm glad you're okay and I'm glad they didn't crash your car. Or you didn't get yes. into a fight, you know? Yeah. That too. Come on, girl. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when she flipped you off, and then you were like, what "Yeah, are you, you didn't want to." You, you know, there's no need to get aggressive. You know? Do you take your earrings off before a fight, or do you take oh. a chance? <laughs> they coming off, and my rings stay on. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 I like that. I like that. I'm just being honest. <laughs> All right. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Uh, real quick, uh, Laura, text me. Uh, let me know who if there if there's people still on hold. Okay, that uh, want to have this conversation about if you are watching a show together, like a series with your significant other, and you cheat and go ahead, is it a fight? And if not, what is the weirdest fight you tend to have with your significant other? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Okay, in the interim, great news, Anthony Davis is back, okay? We all know that's great. Cheat code, Anthony Davis, coming back, playing tomorrow against the Dallas Mavericks in what you deemed, LZ, even before the news, the most important stretch here for the Lakers dating back to the Jazz series. Absolutely. Because of the back-to-back with Dallas, who are going to be extra motivated to try and take advantage of this opportunity. Now, our defense is legit, clearly. But from time to time, we do struggle scoring. Dallas' defense is garbage. Mm -hmm. But they never have any problem scoring. Right. So you're almost getting, like, you know, the best and the worst of two situations smashing themselves together, Mm -hmm. which is why 15 minutes of the cheat code is all we really need. We don't have to blow out Dallas. All we need to do is win by one point. Correct. And I believe 15 minutes of of AD gets us that one point for both games. I feel very, very happy that he is coming back. It's like Christmas, baby. (laughs) I think that's the whole key is that you're going to get 15 minutes of AD. So what does he do in those 15 minutes? Well, regardless of what the numbers are, that's 15 minutes of one of the best players in the league that you have not had for the last however many games it's been. I think it's been nearly 30 games. And I will say this. I don't think the Lakers have gotten quite enough credit for this, but maintaining a 500 record. Again, when we were looking out and we were projecting the next 15 games, Man, doomsday thinkers were like, yo, it could be 2-13. and 13. It was more like 7-8. and eight. So you held on. You played 500 ball, 
80s back, and even if it's just 15 minutes, if it's five points, if it's seven points, if it's a few boards, whatever it is, that's something you did not have, and it should make you that much better. Oh, 100%, man. He's the cheat code. On on defense, they don't really – I'm not going to say they don't need him, right? But they have played very well on defense. Their defensive disposition has allowed them – and this is a conversation I had with Vogel on Saturday about, you know, that's their identity is defense. And that was Mm -hmm. something Frank did from the jump, right, as soon as he got here. And here are just some numbers with the Lakers' defense this season. With AD and LeBron, they are first in defense this season. Um, without AD, like the totality of those games, they're number two um, this season. And without LeBron and AD, they're still fourth in the whatever it's been, 14, 15 games that they've played without both. So they've been able to handle themselves there. Where they've been lacking is that quote-unquote cheat code on offense because I think Anthony Davis, LZ, I, I, am, I am saying this because I 1 million percent believe in it. And look, there are some great big men in this sport. But I don't think there is a more dynamic big man in the game today than Anthony Davis. No. No, there isn't. And while, you know, other big men like Joel Embiid, like uh, Jokic, they're capable of emulating some of the things that AD can do, but they can't do it like him. They're not quite as smooth as AD, right? They can handle the rock, bring it up the court, but they can't handle it the way the AD can handle it, right? So they are facsimiles of what we have. And give me 15 minutes of that facsimile, then 20 to 30 minutes of that, like, well, give me 15 minutes of the original, then 25 to 30 minutes of the facsimile. Because I believe that the respect that the Utah Jazz, as well as any other team we may be facing during the playoffs, they're going to have to respect Anthony Davis on the floor everywhere. Oh, no question. And when it comes to Joel Embiid and Jokic, I don't feel that's the same way. I know that they can be three-level scorers, but I don't think they're as good at it as AD is. Um, no, I, I think offensively they're close. I think those three guys are close. I just think Anthony Davis is far more athletic than both guys. That's right? the so difference, that, right. That, that's the big difference there. Right. All right that, let's, let's go to the phones here, LZ, because we got a lot of people – that want to have this conversation. Are you a serial cheater like me when it comes to watching shows with your significant other? And are you fighting about it after? Because I get that grief. Um, LZ, LZ sniffed it out. He was surprised, but he was a sleuth, this LZ. He, uh, he figured it out. He's a journalist. Uh, let's go. He is. He, is he was a, dropping he is clues. Great... I just picked him up. Yeah. Let's go to Juan in Glendale. Juan. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. I got a good one, man. Uh, on Netflix, I was watching the Jenny Rivera thing. That thing's like 94 uh, uh, shows long. Okay. And uh, you know on your account when it shows how deep you are in the shows? Yeah. Well, yeah. my wife caught me on episode 34. And <laughs> she made me go back and watch it from season one. And she wouldn't <laughs> let me go forward till I watched them all. Oh, yeah, man, it's bad. That's a yeah. good, strong woman right there. <laughs> Principled. You don't Principled. play. Yeah, that's funny. Juan, man. thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Let's go to Mike in Palmdale. Mike, what's up? Hey, what up, guys? Um, now, recently when that uh, Cobra Kai, the new season came out, uh, we were watching it, uh, me, my wife, and my daughter. Somehow I come back in, and uh, she was already an episode ahead of me, so I was kind of pissed off on that one. I was like, whoa, just the, the suspense and us being on the edge of our seat together, it's not going to be there no more. So anyhow, yeah, that was that. Uh, go Lakers. 
out here in Palmdale. Uh, have a good one, guys. Wow, so you All got right, cheated on. That, that's the guy. The dude got cheated on. He didn't do the yeah. cheating. Yeah. He got cheated on. M- yeah. Mrs. That, Mike. Yeah. yeah. That sleep is different. Yeah. You got cheated on. <laughs> Laura, what did you say? I said, y'all too sensitive. Thank it's you. not that big of a deal. Just it's rewatch a, it. It's a very big deal. Ugh, it's not. Yeah. It's a snippet in terms of your commitment to one another. Oh, okay. hell no. Good Lord. <laughs> that's stretchy. That seems like a Super large extrapolation. Stretchy. How's that? How's Good that? Lord. So ratchet Ratch. it up. Good James in Pasadena. Let's talk about drivers. What's up? What's going on in the Dina? Hey, what's going on, guys? First, I just want to say, uh, you know, Laura's given it too many uh, L.A. drivers too much credit. They've always sucked and they always will. Uh, it's just something we got to get used to. As far as um, the Dodgers pitchers power Well, I'll tell you this, go uh, James, James, real quick, I'll uh-huh. tell you this. As someone who lived in Pasadena, the thing that always drove me insane in the afternoon was jumping on the 210 and having to get on, you know, the 110, right? Like jumping oh, on that 210 where you have to get off into like surface streets to then find the 110. Like that area right there where you have to get off always a disaster because everyone's trying to crisscross lanes because eventually the 210 yeah. becomes the one you know comes into an uh, i believe it might turn into the 134 down the road like yeah that whole yeah. area like i know your area really well like that I, i'm with you there that that spot is rough it's terrible i just got through that i drive that that every day so and i almost get into an accident every day and i usually yeah. see three accidents on the way to work at, at the least, but oh my um, for the Dodger pitchers, I yeah. gotta go uh, slightly with the edge for LZ. It was down to Kershaw and Urias, but when you got a young stud like Urias pitching the way he is, you kind of want to build on that for the rest of his career. Whereas Kershaw, you know, he might be done after this year, maybe next year. But um, so I gotta go with LZ there, and then for the shows, um, I would never do that to me to my fiance because I know how it makes me feel because. She does it to me almost every show we watch together, but then tries to play it off as if it's the first time she's watching it. And then she'll be like, oh, babe, that was cool, huh? And I'm totally, she can't sell it. So I'm like, wait, 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 wait. You definitely watched this already, huh? And then her, her, her poker face is terrible. She immediately turns red and then tries to lie about it. I'm like, it's all good, babe. Don't worry. I got oh, you. Man. I love you. you know? See, that's but, worse than no, serial cheating. At least I admit it. All right, James. Thank you, buddy. Be good. Yeah, See, at least I admitted it. It's a lion right there. It, it is right. good Co- that you admitted it, George, but I got to tell you, I'm very shocked. Shocked, I say. <laughs> Shocking odd and surprised. Clutching your – I mean, you, you, I feel like you're, cur- you're pearl clutching all of a sudden on me. I am. Oh, good Lord. I am. All right, speaking of Urias, we have uh, some Urias discussion to have here because I think there is a different level for this young man, and we're hitting that. We never gave Frank Vogel his flowers. We'll do that on the other side as well. We'll be back in three minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Suavemente. This is like the white people's Hispanic anthem. <laughs> they all know this song. Right? Cap. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they all know this song. I love this song. I know you do. This is a great song. <laughs> I know you do. This is the white people's Hispanic anthem. 
You know, it's okay. We, we you can embrace it, dog. It's good. Like, we're it. happy you like the music. <laughs> it I is mean, funny though, because you you can always tell when an artist is trying to get white people to listen. Yeah. Lionel Richie, as soon as he said dancing on the ceiling, I was like, oh, time to make some money. Got to pay the bills. Yeah. He's dancing on the ceiling. Yeah. Hey, you got to do what you got to do, man. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Ain't mad at you, bro. Yeah. Pay the bills. Yo, so that guy, James, brought me back, like, some crazy memories of having to drive in Pasadena. That stretch, man, where he was talking about the 210 meets the 134, and you got to get off the highway to get on those surface streets to get on the 110. Like, that stretch is one of the biggest messes Mm. every single day. In, in, mm. in Southern California. Like, I know there's plenty of those spots. Like, if you, I mean, literally anything on the 110, like, straight up, anywhere near downtown. Like, when you got to get, like, t- like, if you're on the 110 trying to get on the 10, or vice versa, if you're jumping on the 110 from downtown, like, from Staples, and you're trying, you got to cut across, like, four lanes to stay right. on the 110, because if not, you're right. going to get swooped into the 10. Like I know. Just, I hate I, that stretch. I, I don't understand, like, when they constructed this stuff. Like, who thought this was a good idea? They purposely did that just to F with you. Just you. (laughs) No, but seriously, I hate that stretch too, but I still feel like that little pocket off the 405 by that variety variety building, I hate that stretch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean anything. The 405. I mean, well, traffic-wise, the 405 basically oh. near the airport. North, south, anywhere by the airport, going yeah. up north towards like Santa Monica, Sunset, yeah. and it yeah. doesn't break until I mean, you get past the Getty Museum. Dog. I'm telling you, man, it's brutal. San- Santa Monica. Like, if you gotta go to Santa Monica, once you get down the 10 and you're past that 405, and you gotta get, man, like you better know where you're going because those things shrink down to like two lanes real quick. Very, okay? very quickly. And then quickly. you're stuck. You're stuck in one of those lanes that's got a turn, and you're like, oh, crap, now where do I go? Yeah, But, but, I, but you got to make sure you get off because you go all the way to the PCH. Right. <laughs> then yeah. you're really messed up. Right. Then because you got to go all the way down and turn around all the way back down, and usually you get caught in that leaving the beach traffic on the way back. But if you make it to the PCH and you start heading north, you might find yourself in Malibute to go to the Rams draft house. So that's Right, that's true. You about. could end up there. Oh, that's you true. That's not so there. bad. Yeah, the 405-101 interchange is a mess. Uh, Greg is right about that. Like, yes. I, I would agree with that. Um, actually, it's funny. The 110, if you're going south, like towards San Pedro, mm-hmm. um, to get on the 405 there is super easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, And same if you're going north on the 110, to be honest, coming from like the San Pedro area. It's like one of the few smooth like interchanges when you're driving in Los Angeles. Like it's kind of wild to me because sometimes if you if you just messing around, like when I've had to drive when I drive to like Downey sometimes to go to like Tropicana and like like some you know, I'll jump on the 91, right? And then like you could take the 710 and then like kind of shoot across, but you want to get to like the 605, right? Like but you know, like there's so many of these ways. If you don't if you like aren't paying attention, you can jump on the wrong highway and just be like, "Oh, crap." I'm like not going the right direction. Thank God for GPSs. I don't now. I use a GPS every time out, not because I don't know where I'm going anymore. I've lived here five years. I know how to get pretty much everywhere. It's because of the time. I need to know how much time it's going to take for me to get to a place now. This has legitimately turned into one of those SNL um, Skits? bits, yeah, 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 called the Californians, where everybody's yeah. sleeping with each other and trying to figure out how to get around LA. That's what this has essentially turned into. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Um, Bergman, what about you? What's the spot? 
What's the best? Uh, spot? You, you you said it. It's a uh, it's the four hundred five one hundred one interchange. You're gonna get it on both sides. The one hundred one and the four hundred five are both just stop dead. You try and get off at Sepulveda, and you even that's all blocked blocked up everywhere. Oh. It's a disaster. Well, you know what's pretty bad too is just like like that whole one ten part just north of like um like downtown, like where you've got kind of the, 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 the you know the, the 101 and the 110 you get the you get, you can kind of go and take the 101 to the five like there's so a bad. lot of stuff going like that little area that's a disaster every day too like it's just a mess mm-hmm. that's man. my way home man <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> the yeah, 110 north to the 101 south to the 10 east that's my life Damn. Well, bad. like lz said a few weeks ago uh working from home is a privilege it is I'm serious, man. I have put less miles and, and spent less money on gas in the last year and a half than I have in the last 30 years. Um, real quick, before we get to the calls here, Julio Urias, has he, are you ready to proclaim him hitting the next level, LZ, or do you need to see more still? No, I'm good. He's arrived, I think. I really feel like he's arrived. He's arrived because he's starting to, hear career, he's starting to hit career-high markers that are different. You know, earlier this season, he pitched into the eighth inning for the first time. Now he's got a career high in strikeouts. He's just getting progressively and progressively better and better and better. And we already know he came into the majors with confidence. And now we know what he can do under pressure. And again, I know that Corey Seager had a hell of a World Series. But if I had a vote, it would have gone to that young man. Yeah, the you way that it. he pitched yeah. – way he kept us in games, settled us down, closed things out, and then he comes back even more confident and now with that nasty-ass slider? Yeah. I think he's here. I would not be surprised at all if he continues pitching like this, he starts being mentioned as a Cy Young potential winner. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, listen, you asked the question, has he arrived or, you know, you're trying to think about – where he is right now. And I think the one word you just mentioned, LZ, that would be the most important word is confidence. You know, last year you didn't know for sure he gained all that confidence, and now he's come out on fire. So still a young guy, still early in his career, but if he's healthy, um, you got a, you got a potential star on your hands here. So uh, really great start to the season for the guy, though. I mean, that, that's just it. You know, in four starts – He's pitched over 25 innings, 25 and two-thirds. So you can do the math on that, and you can figure it all out. like to see him get those hit numbers down just a little bit and the earned run numbers down. But uh, all in all, 26 strikeouts and nine strikeouts per nine innings. He's off to a great start. Eric in L.A. Eric, what's up? Uh, Yeah, first of all, me versus her, uh, Kim or Kanye. Like, after the divorce, who's coming out a little bit extra in the pocket after the divorce? That's a great question. Yeah, him versus good. her there. Hmm. I got him. Yeah, I still have him. Because yeah. he's got a cult and everything now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a church. It's a cult. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we'll go saying. with Kanye. Well, you know, I mean, I think Kanye comes up a little bit uh, heavier in the wallet. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. well, uh, I want to ask that question, though, because because it was everybody was saying that Beyonce versus Jay-Z if, if you really, really broke those two up, who has more money? Individually, brand-wise. No, it's probably Jay-Z. It's probably, it, I, I, I think it's Jay. I do believe But who's more Jay. successful was the question. It wasn't who's richer. Right. Mm. Okay. Well, and that's uh, the metric to define, you know, success. It, 
Go ahead, man. As far as as far as spinoffs, is the Simpsons considered a spinoff from the Tracy Ullman oh, show? Oh, the Tracy it Ullman is. show. Yes. It is a spinoff Absolutely. From the Tracy show, that is the sure. best one, for sure. No doubt. Great, Great call, Eric. And the Tracy, Ullman show, the Tracy Ullman show was a spinoff from the uh, Gary Shandling show, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah, on, yeah. Those were like okay. the early days of Fox. Like the early, early and, days. Yeah. Everything was a spinoff back then. Pretty much. <laughs> Th- thank you, Eric. Um, all right, let, we'll take more calls here in a second. 877-710-ESPN. We're going to play a quick game, which we do every day at 630 when we have a show at 630. Uh, big deal or no deal? So we'll do that. We'll take more of your calls. People want to chime in on the shows, on the spinoffs, on if you're fighting with your uh, significant other, if, uh, if they're cheating on you and getting ahead on shows that you're binge watching together, the traffic stuff people are in on. We'll take some of those calls, too. We got still 30 minutes to go. Big deal or no deal next, back in three minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, thanks a lot, Chris. We're going to start off with Scott, since we did not do Scott before. Um, I'm going to go with this one from Andy. I was talking to Andy Kamenetsky, and this is a Prince thing because he has just uh, just passed six years ago. It's the anniversary. I was talking to Andy Kamenetsky, and he's a huge Prince fan, and he says that Prince has more claim to the color purple than the Lakers do. Is this a big deal or no deal? It's no deal, but I agree. I mean, I feel like when I think of purple, I think of Prince. When I think of Minneapolis, I think of Prince. I think that Prince is a guy who was so unbelievably talented. And, you know, the movie Purple Rain just put purple and Prince together with me my whole life. Sometimes I even feel like I got this purple velvet sport jacket that I rock sometimes, and I kind of feel princey. So I think purple and Prince go together. Yeah, I mean... Listen, take solace in both and both, you know, subjects are from Minnesota. But as far as the color purple is concerned, it's, it's Prince. I just said yeah. the color purple and I didn't even think about the movie. I still right. went to Prince. Right. You didn't even go to <laughs> and it's Oprah in the movie. And it's Oprah in the movie. And I still went, I said the color purple and then I ended with Prince. That's how bad that man is. Exactly. Uh, I am also big deal. Yes. And it, it is synonymous. What's next, Greg? I want to do another one for Prince. So, LZ, we're going to go to you for this one. There has been much discussion in the past about the greatest guitar player of all time. Whether you it's think Prince. It's Hendrix, Next. Eric Clapton. <laughs> it's Prince. Stevie it's Ray Prince. Bond. Okay. So the- Big deal. <laughs> it's Prince. No deal because it's Prince. <laughs> yes, I would agree. <laughs> I it's don't Prince. know, and, man. And don't, and, too, no, and don't just take my word for it. Take the word of some of those people you just mentioned who also say Prince. <laughs> It's the baddest man to pick up a guitar. So it ain't just me speaking as a fan. (laughs) Some of those names you just mentioned were like, yeah, I can't mess with that dude. Yeah, listen, I mean, if if you say that it's not Prince, and then you go and you say, well, it's Eddie Van Halen, or it's, you know, just name your favorite guitar player. It's like you're knocking somebody. Prince, what, what made Prince so great to me was the ability to play the lead guitar like that and to riff like that 
and then to be able to sing and dance and move like all of that. I mean, it was the combination. It was the whole body of work for Prince. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm already in on Prince, so no deal for me. <laughs> there we go. Next. next. What's next, Greg? I sense, All right, fellas. George, Dave oh, here Bautista, we go. Here who plays Drax in the Marvel. What happened there? Kaplan, Here's what's what happening. happening. Here's what's Dave happening. Dave Bautista, who I, plays. Okay. Wait, wait, stop, Greg. Kaplan, what happened? Why Here's are you, what's what happened here? Here's what's happening. I'm dying. I believe that Greg, because we've talked about his microphone issues, I think is having like a short little delay here. And that's what I think is happening. That's where that uncomfortable silence comes from. Go ahead, Greg. Wait, I, I don't think I was. I think you were the only one that had that uncomfortable silence, but it's OK. Dave Batista, George, who plays Drax in the move in the Marvel movies, really wants to play Bane in the DC Batman world. Is being a part of both DC and Marvel a big deal or no deal? Um, sure. I mean, there's not a lot of crossover. Right. And in, in, if if I recall correctly, I could be wrong. So I would say that's a big deal. Um, you know, I do think, though, that if you're Batista, like, look, I don't even know the actor's name that did Bane, but that dude was so incredible that I would not want to take his, on his that His name role. is Tom Hardy. Okay. And he's a genius. Oh, there you go. So I would not want to take on that role, but I do think it's a big deal. Um, I think it is super big deal to be able to actively be in both two, both universes, though I'm not quite sure if either movie studio will allow that to happen. Yeah, and for somebody who's going to watch Captain America, the first one, of course, this is an unqualified opinion. I say no deal. What's what's the big deal about being in both? All right. So, Greg, what's next? (laughs) What's the big deal? They're rivals. That's why. Listen, I'm not not even going to engage, George, because (laughs) if that's where he's at, there's no conversation. Because now we're in elementary school. Unqualified opinion. I admit (laughs) it, LZ. You got it. I know. That's why I said let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. This just happened, so I'm going to go back to you, George. Joel Embiid just threw a ball full court with one with one hand and almost made a basket. If he made this, was this a big deal or a big or no deal? Oh my God! It would have been the most incredible shot we've seen all season. So yes, it was a big deal. Although people, if you go uh, to the NBA's uh, Twitter account, you can see it for yourself. They have a perfect like close up view. He literally threw it from like almost, to Greg's point, like two feet from the other, from one end line, uh, two feet in from the basket, to clear across, you know, 90 feet basically, in the air, he hit it off the backboard, off the glass, in the square, and it went basically halfway down and popped back out. Like, it was an insane shot, and he did it with one hand. He also did it without like really stepping into the ball, like in other words, I'll bet you if you gave Joel Embiid a football, he could probably throw it 95 yards. I mean, this was an unbelievable throw with his right hand. Forget about just how accurate it was. I mean, like, the body, it's not like he stepped into it and got his hips through it. I'm telling you, man, it's just all arm. This guy could throw the ball nearly the whole football field, I bet. I'm going to go with Luka Doncic's shot over that one. Oh, the crazy one where he, the like, crazy was tippy-toeing tippy over the three-point line that to win the game. Too. To that win the game. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, the I, shot of the season for me. Uh, it is because he made it. Uh, but I would have put this one ahead of it. So, um, All right. That'll be 
Big deal or no deal, brought to you by our friends, of course, at Sam and Ash Law. Speaking of big deals, it's a big deal. If you call the right attorney, of course, when you're injured in an accident, call my friends at Sam and Ash Law. Call them at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. All right, let's get to the phones. We've got a lot of people here. Uh, Beto in Whittier wants to chime in on all the stuff we've been discussing today. What's up, Beto? Mi hermanos, what's going on, gentlemen? Um, so real quick on traffic. Yeah, traffic sucks, bro. You, I mean, <laughs> you're not a real Angelino unless you really know how to get around the entire county. Not just downtown proper or anything like that. And, I mean, George, mi hermano, I'm always with you, but really, how aggro can you get down in the South Bay? Really? No, GTA, no, no. Actually, I, didn't you hear no, what I, I said? I, I, I actually said there. that it's easier. It's way easier. The one, the one, the four hundred five on ramp from the one ten is like is, is a piece of cake. Right, right. So that that's and what the, I mean it's by super that. easy, yeah, because you got the ninety one. Super easy to get on the ninety one too. Like if you need to go out uh, to the IE, like it's super easy down here. I'm talking about when I lived up in the northern uh, end uh, uh, of the county, like when I lived in Pasadena or when I lived. Um, you know, out in that general region, I had to get over to the valley or whatever. Like, it was always a pain in the ass. Yeah. Right. And then, I mean, uh, bad areas. We're talking about bad areas that have potholes and all that stuff. That's when you really know you're driving in L.A. But uh, aside from that, aside from that, um, uh, shows. You know what else the pandemic created? This, this infidelity amongst people in regards to, well, someone's home and someone's not home. So someone's maybe watching ahead. So me and my wife, we had an open relationship when it comes to other stuff. Uh, I could watch Game of Thrones, binge it, whatever it may be, and she wouldn't care. But we're going to fight when it comes to these Marvel shows. Even though I'm the one that got her into Marvel, I mean, if, if she uh, watches ahead just because she's home, uh, working from home, and she watches, let's say, WandaVision. I'm gonna find out, and and, and vice versa. If she sees me watching, uh, right now, whatever Captain America, uh, that she she yeah she she's gonna get pissed off too. So, um, but it, at the same time, it's like you just you just have to uh, happy wife, happy life is is what what I'm always gonna say. But uh, from time to time, if she's gonna keep doing that, hey man. Uh, I'm going to have to go back to the beat market and, and, and leave the Insta, Instacart at home. Wow. I feel you. Ooh, I bet wow. be good, homie. Uh, let's go to Freddie next. Freddie, what's up? Good evening. Um, I work in the city. I live in the valley. And I have to say about the 405 connected to the 101, you know what? I don't mind because you guys make it so enjoyable listening to you guys at night. you got a great show. It's formative, funny. And Laura and the whole gang, it's just a pleasure to listen to you guys. Um, I have a couple quick questions. One, um, if you were a betting man and you put your chips down in Vegas, a healthy Lakers, Dodgers, or Rams, who would you put your money on if one of them should win the championship this year? Lakers. Me. Lakers. Dodgers. Okay. Fair enough. All right, Freddie. Thank you, pal. Appreciate you. Uh, now, Hector in Hacienda Heights says he has a bone to pick with LZ. We need to discuss this before we go to break. Go ahead. Yo, it's both of you, George. Oh, George my and bad. LZ. Okay. Damn. Yes, okay. I realize you guys are transplants, but if you guys want to fit in in L.A., you cannot refer to PCH as the PCH. Come I didn't on, say man. the, the PCH. Living. The PCH is no way. No, but I LZ. think LZ was just being facetious. I don't think he really means the PCH. 
I was still stuck on being oh, okay. a transplant. How long I got to wait, man? I'm paying taxes. <laughs> I'm voted. I voted several times. That PCH is insane. If you're going to keep saying that PCH, then you're going to be a lifetime, brother. You're well, be a there's lifetime people time. born and raised here because I've heard them say the OC. I do that. Oh, the OC? Yeah, the OC, yeah. But See, right, see, but it ain't called it ain't called the OC. It ain't called the OC. That was made up on a TV show. Right. Transplant. Yeah, that's accepted. <laughs> hey. No, that's accepted nomenclature. All right, that's accepted. But the PCH? <laughs> no, nah, I've never nah. called it the PCH. Okay, so I don't know I don't know okay, why you're picking the bone with me. That. Like what the Wait, hell did I, I do? I'll die I'll I'll, I'll, I'll jump on a grenade. But you coming with me because you try to massage it so that you can say VOC, but you're going to get on me for saying the PCH once or twice. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> hey, I drive 15 minutes and I'm on the PCH, okay? So PCH. every damn day, I got to get on the highway on PCH. It is super duper. Okay, knowing what I hear people visiting L.A. and call it the PCH. But no, I've never heard anyone. I don't even I didn't even hear LZ call it that. To I don't be think I did you. either. But if I did, you know, well, since you're not born and bred, George, in L.A., like, so you're not sensitive to that type of stuff. But since I'm not not wait, hold up, hold up. I hold on. am born but and, and Greg are. And they would call it. They call us out on stuff all the time. Yeah. And it's not that it's not that big. Like I, I did hear LZ, but it's like I say the O.C., I do say VOC. We, we tend to do that even with the freeways, right? The five. People make fun of us because we say the in front of everything. So it's not that big. So don't come at my boys. All right. Back off. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Hector. Easy, pal. Shoot. Easy, man. Shoot. That feels Check good, Laura. There. Thanks for having us no, back. Yeah, Laura hung up on him? No, no, no. Damn. He dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh. I scared him. <laughs> Damn. I got y'all's back. I mean, it didn't have to be that serious, but I mean, it, it um, feels like if you pay, if you vote more than once in an area, you're no longer a transplant. It's true. <laughs> feels like if you're if you're electing officials and, and making decisions on tax rates and stuff, right? Perhaps recalling officials. Perhaps recalling the officials. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better get right up there. <laughs> All right, Richie, we'll get you on the other side, bro. I know uh, you're in Anaheim, the Anaheim. Uh, we will talk to you from the Anaheim in, right, in a in moment. OC. In the OC. Right. Play the um, Cuban music, please. Right. But we got to talk about the Rams in the Malibu. In mm. the boo. In the All boo. right. We got to talk about that real quick. Um, will LZ go to the mansion? Let's find out in just a moment. We're back in two minutes. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, final segment of the show today. Tomorrow we have a short show, right, Greg? Because, of course, yeah, the Mavericks and Lakers will be playing. So we have, like, what, a one-hour show tomorrow? Damn. Yes, one-hour show. One hour, huh? It's a lot of pressure. Get, can't even like, can't even get stretch. In like right. An hour. Can't even loosen Indeed. up. Maybe we should take an hour of Mason and Ireland. I mean, no, I don't need to do that either. I'm good. All, I'm good. Oh, all right. I mean, just an idea. It's all good. Just thinking out loud. The reason you take this gig in the afternoon is so you get some of those days <laughs> where you have an hour. You know? 
Hey, it was even better at LZ. I'll I'll never forget LZ when he moved to afternoons. Like, damn, you've been cheating all this time. I had to work four hours a day every day. No days off. (laughs) None. We weren't we weren't being preempted by nothing but the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, speaking of that, you guys happen to catch Keyshawn's tweet this morning. Where he's riding, riding the his bike, bike to work. work. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, he's, he's ripping off LZ swag, man. Dude, it's so yeah, early man, it's in the a morning. Trend. It's a trend. Yeah. It's a trend. And where he lives is very, very close to the island. So he's yeah. he's not huffing and puffing a, a lot, but he is putting right. in work. I'll give him credit. Yeah. <laughs> the island. Manhattan. That's yeah, in Manhattan. What a, what a yeah. transplant. The island. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I say it's island, I'm gonna have to say iced tea with it. So yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, all right. So real quick, LZ. Yes, sir. The Malibu Mansion, mm. the Rams. Yeah. Now I, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Look, the the pushback was, well, you know, Malibu's not real LA. Of course. I mean, it's like the it, it's not even one percent. It's like the one tenth of one percent of the world that can afford yeah. to live there. Okay, or this country, or whatever, or even this city. Like it's just it's crazy. But it, this is a made – the draft is a made-for-TV moment, right? And what I think that the NFL stumbled upon last year because of the pandemic was that, right? The moments of Bill Belichick and his dog, right, in his house uh, or wherever he was in Cape Cod or whatever the hell. And the Rams are like, well, if we're going to make this a made-for-TV moment, let's go. And let's go get a sponsor attached to the pool. Like, let's go and let's do this. I'd, I want to see McVay, like, diving in the pool or something. So call me crazy – but I feel as if this is a competition between Sean and Cliff. Oh, yeah, no doubt. After Cliff's house last year in the desert, yeah. Cliff slayed, completely slayed. And he ain't won nothing. Right. Ain't been nowhere, ain't won nothing, but the house was laid. So Sean's probably thinking, hold up now. You were going to be on my staff. I'm the one that's been to the Super Bowl. I'm going to need to puff it up a little bit, too. And then make sure my medium T-shirts are clean. Make sure that my, my jeans are nice and tight. But more importantly, <laughs> I need to make sure that this house is popping. 5,000 square feet? Are you kidding me? Yeah. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. I've got to get up in there. I really <laughs> like what you just said about the medium T-shirt. Yeah. Medium. Medium. Yeah. Medium. Right. Medium. I mean, that's fine. Uh, but it's a, good, it's a good move, though. It's, it's a good move. Because if you're thin, it makes you look bigger. And if you're big, you look bigger. There's no loss. The only way you look bad in a medium is if your your belly is a large. Yeah. As long as your belly's not a large, you can rock a medium T-shirt. Mm. That's the proportion. Yeah. Can't do that right now. Can you have a 34-30 waist and still wear a medium? You can have a 34-inch waist and still wear a medium as long as your shoulders are broad enough to pull it off. You know what I'm saying? You, right. You, you right. just got to make sure you achieve that triangle. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you got if, if you're doing you know works on your traps all day, yep. you know, and you're doing shoulder press, right? I do drive-by pull-ups all the time. <laughs> then you're good. Exactly. All right, let's go to Richie in Anaheim. What's up, Richie? Hey guys, how are you guys doing today? Hope it's all as well. So sure, all brother. good. So I 100% agree with Laura on this one. It's not a big deal when your significant other decides to watch something. But I guess there are some rules here. Like if, for example, 
you explicitly make an agreement verbally, hey, don't skip ahead in this, then they do it, that's, like, super unfaithful. So that's one thing. But it's like your spouse just, like, watches an episode on their downtime because you're at work. I mean, come on, they got eight hours to burn. What are they going to do? Read a book, watch another show, run some errands, do the lawn, do the laundry, prepare dinner, Shop for dinner. I can keep going. There's a whole lot of things you can do besides watch our TV show without me. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything to do today. Not one thing. I couldn't think of anything to do, so I decided to go ahead of you and watch other shows that you're not seeing because you're out somewhere else. Hmm. It's traumatizing. Well, I wonder if there's a correlation between, like, can you trust somebody? Like, I trust you. We're in this relationship. We're in this thing together. You're cheating on me. Can I trust you in other worlds? I don't want to take it that far. I mean, because wow, because let me tell you that, something, guys. Deep. I mean, oh, one yeah. of the callers said earlier that in the <laughs> pandemic we have heard about this this notion of uh, streaming and and a lack of faithfulness. You know, it's like there are phrases that have come up in the last year that we didn't know about before. We didn't know what social distancing was. We just made that phrase up. So streaming infidelity is a new phrase that we'd not really heard of before now. Oh, I've been using it for a long time. Have I just I just gave you the example of of uh, that show um, House of Cards. That was long before the pandemic. Mm, yeah, but were you using streaming infidelity? Is the question? No, I was using curse words because I was on radio. <laughs> I'm only using cute words because I'm on radio, and I want Gray to get upset. Right. <laughs> By the way, House of Cards was a great show until you found out that Kevin Spacey was so wacko. You know. Well, I kind of knew that already. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, I didn't tell you the story of how he hit on me at the Moet suite at the U.S. Open. No, you didn't tell me. Hand on knee and everything. No way. Total way. Really? I was so grossed out. I was so grossed out for a second I thought I was straight. I was like, what the (laughs) hell is going on here? (laughs) Oh, my God. Why has Kaiser got his hand on my knee? Probably because you were wearing a Schmedium t-shirt and you were showing it all off. I was not. I was wearing a Schmedium button down. Oh, Okay. (laughs) I was working. Uh, that's great. Nah, nah his reputation has been known for a while, so. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was not a, a new thing. I was say. not breaking news, put it that yeah. way. And so, so I think he should take his Oscar back. What do we have after us today, Greg? I always have to ask. Uh, today is Travis and Sliwa. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Nice. Travis and the Slee. Now, you know, Sliwa during Laker Talk, LZ, would not talk Vivian yesterday. I had to oh, talk okay. him into it, and he wouldn't do it. Why wouldn't he do it? He did? Laura, he mentioned it? Yeah, he mentioned it. I was like, I don't know if he like fully had on a conversation with listeners, but I heard him okay. mention it. I was like, oh, Look at that. Sleep. I peer pressured him, LZ. Wow. That means you guys are peers. Sliwa, get on, get on the microphone real quick. Oh, he's there? Is he there? Hello? Slee? He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. <laughs> okay. I mean, we got what time. What did Lizzo tell you? Be ready. <laughs> time if you want. I just want to know if I peer pressured him. Maybe he's just curious. I, I think he's getting his headphones, guys. Okay. Well, he may have, we've got to be gone anyway in like 30 seconds. I wonder if uh, Sliwa is, is going to find out what Travis, what, what ingredients are in Travis's burrito. That, you know, they were like... Dude, I they don't know do. You that they well. have these weird food conversations, yeah. which are funny. I think yeah. they're great. Travis is like, I'm not telling you what's in my burrito. I was like, Wow, is that? <laughs> you draw the line. Yeah. yeah, that's a little personal. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe there's some extra beans in there that I don't want to talk about. You know? Maybe there's a lot of beef in there you don't want to talk about. Right, exactly.
<laughs> it's a burrito. What are you talking about? Whoa. Just said yeah, whoa exactly. to you guys. Nobody had to know. Oh, okay. okay. I was just saying. I'm not yeah. using ground turkey or protein yeah. crumbles. All right. We, we got to go. Uh, we are done here. So Travis and Sliwa and their, uh, their musings will be coming up in just a moment. LZ, excellent work as always. Great to have you back. Thank you, brother. It's good to be back. Uh, Scott Kaplan, excellent work as always. Much love to everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Greg and Laura, great job as always. And Travis and Sleewa are next. We'll talk to you tomorrow for the Hour of Power at 3.55. See you then. Clipper vibes, that's all I'm saying. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.